Welcome to the Cosmere Reads, a Cosmere podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Will, and Alondo. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 32, 33, and 34 of Mistborn, The Final Empire. Enjoy! Welcome to episode 13 of the Cosmic Reads. Um, unlucky number 13? Yeah. No, it's lucky 13. It's lucky 13. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is our second to last episode of this book. So mm-hmm. we're this close to finishing. Literally this close. Uh, we're finishing part four tonight. So if you guys have not read up through the end of part four, uh, major spoilers. So um, this is kind of one of these, these pivotal moments in the entire series. So I recommend not watching live. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> don't don't want to give this one away. So yeah, right. but if you've read the books, yeah, you know what's about to happen. Part four ends kind of a on a crazy note. So um, yeah, um, quick announcements, real fast. Um, we are recording again tomorrow night. So just wanted to let you guys know uh, this is Saturday night. If uh, you're listening to the podcast and not watching us live, obviously we're still doing weekly releases, so it doesn't really matter to you. But if you are watching live or you tune in uh, uh, to this next week and decide to watch us live, like, oh, I want to check out the last episode. Well, it's already been recorded. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you weren't here, too bad. Uh, yeah, tomorrow yeah. night, Sunday, 9 p.m., we're going to be recording the end of uh, the final empire because we're in the middle of the center lunch and it's really hard to put this book down at this point. Uh, Got to know how it ends. So, um, yeah, that's where we are. Um, after that, we will uh, uh, not be going to the Ascension right away. So just FYI, we're actually going to be reading a short story from our, 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 Arcanium, our, our Arcanium Unbound. Um, it's a collection of short stories. Um, yeah, we're going to read in the 11th medal. So it's all about the 11th medal, apparently, maybe. So the short story, it's about a chapter long. So we'll do a whole episode just on that one short story. Um, and then we'll go right into well, ascension after that. So that's our reading order in case you decide to read along with us. Um, if you don't want to buy, buy our Arcadium Unbound, I understand you can always skip that episode. Um, it's a whole separate book you have to buy. Let's <laughs> listen to us banter. Or I mean, banter about fine, it. If you, know. you if you just want, if you don't want to do short stories, uh, it's fine yeah, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. The novellas and short stories are great, in my opinion. Uh, you get a lot of those little nuggets and information about the Cosmere that you would not have gotten from the main sequence of books. So, uh, I do enjoy all the little short stories because you learn a lot. Um, and then uh, Will reads news. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday with guests, uh, and then. Um, uh, we're going to be doing Cosmere too sometime soon. We're trying to pick out dates. Chris is on vacation, so it's it's tough there. But yeah, um, just keep coming back. We're, we're going to have lots of videos. Just yeah, that's that's all the announcements I got. <laughs> um, other things, giveaways. Uh, we did do a giveaway recently on Twitter. So if you do not follow us on Twitter, I recommend for our. I guess it's X now. If you do not follow us on X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because Elon Musk decided <laughs> to change Twitter just to X. Uh, yeah. uh, it, I still it's still Twitter to me. Uh, Twitter. Um, uh, we we did give away. It's over now, but we'll be doing more of these on different various platforms. Uh, Twitter's one of them. Our Discord's another one. Here sometimes as well. But um, 
if if you uh if you follow us on twitter you would have seen this we give away our first bit of merch since we do have merchandise go check it out uh links for that are on our website which is the cosmereads.com uh let's go check out our merchandise uh the winner did request that he wait until our Scostink shirt is available so uh, which is fine hey. uh hey. We, we wise call a wise call <laughs> that's a uh, jedi master right there <laughs> yeah so we are working on that I, I i did come up with some like little like uh ai generated graphics for that and i did uh, and we thought about just going with that but we do have a graphic designer who's working on it so i'm gonna wait till she's done and you nice. know yeah uh, once she's done with uh that design um i know it'll be fabulous uh she does all Can't her work she did yeah, her logo. Man. She did her logo. She's done a lot of designs for the Will Reads. If you want to check out that merchandise, uh, she does great work. So I can't wait till she finishes the Scott Stank. Uh, Got to see song. it. Awesome. So we'll have that Scott Stank shirt. Scott Stank. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, and then what else? Uh, two quick uh, other little announcements. We did a thousand downloads, guys. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Will was just like, "What? Yeah, thousand downloads." So uh, nice, nice. A thousand times our podcast. I can't even been... count that high. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All the crazy. fingers and toes, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. have that many. No, I'm it, talking about in your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> yeah, thousand downloads. So, yeah, congrats to you guys. Because you know that's that's a big compliment. You get to yeah, it. man, that's great. It's a lot of stank. A lot, a lot of, lot of antler bags. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of listeners and people downloading our podcast, I just want to give a shout out to one of the countries that listens to us. Uh, I know we do this from time to time, either do a state, our country, or talk about things like that um austria not australia but austria we do have listeners I th- we might have listeners in australia too but austria shout out to everyone who listens to us there uh we love our european listeners austria is a beautiful country i've been to vienna um our Vien, as you guys i think it's how do they pronounce it over there it's just Vien, but vienna um i, Vien, I, yeah, I don't remember yeah sorry whatever. Good crystal factories, you know, they lots of chandeliers. It's it's mm-hmm. a beautiful city. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um love the Edelweiss. That's all I care about. Edelweiss. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the flowers. Glad you guys yeah. are here. <laughs> Glad you guys are here. Exactly. Thank Glad you. everybody's Thank you. here. Yeah. Glad everybody's here. Yeah. Appreciate so, all of you. Yes. Appreciate all of you, but shout out to them for this episode. This episode is brought to you by them. Uh it could be brought to you by NordVPN. They're still sponsoring us. So nice. Uh, I didn't put the link in there, but um, it's on our website. So go check it out. More VPN. Um, <laughs> I don't have the banner up and ready. So it's uh, uh, we, we could, yeah, do, do the whole NordVPN. This episode. There you go. They, uh, they do good things. They protect you. They, they do. And I actually you. had a friend of mine use our affiliate link and he was like super excited about it because uh, he nice. does a lot of, crypt- he does a lot of crypto um, mm-hmm. uh, buying and selling. And I guess he was trying to buy through one group uh, that was banned in the United States. Uh, but with a VPN, yeah. you can still do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not mm-hmm. saying you should do illegal stuff, but that's why he used our crypto. Our, our, our like, don't, that's not go. our fault that he used our nope. link, by the way. Because <laughs> um, it's cheap. Like he said, so it was $88 for two years. Oh, that's really good. Jeez. That's really good. That is two years really, really good. $88. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that's a deal. <laughs> that's, that's our deal going on right now, guys. Like, that's a good deal for VPN. So, yeah. Uh, plus, it protects you. I mean, I, I run a VPN, so it's it's good stuff. I mean, that's three dollars and fifty cents a month, man. 
Yeah. That's crazy cheap. That's cheap. That is crazy cheap. Good it's for cheap. them, man. Wow. What a yeah. deal. Yeah. Go check it out. Uh, uh, links are at the website. I might link it to the actual podcast. So, yeah. Go check out NordVPN. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, personal life. Uh, as far as what's going on right now, I have been drinking all day long. So, I apologize in advance for any slurriness Mm-mm. that happens. I'm still drinking. Mm-mm. Day drinking. Uh, yeah. well, you know. Yeah, that's a full ass glass. Is that whiskey? Straight <laughs> up? I wish. <laughs> Boom. Man, if, Bowman, if that, this episode is brought to you by Bowman Brothers. Um, nice. Virginia <laughs> whiskey. That's a full glass now. of whiskey, man. You no, I, 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 mixed, I mixed it with, with that much ginger ale. Oh, okay. Got you. <laughs> Splash oh, of ginger ale. <laughs> my glass brought to you by my wife's gift to me, which is Glenn <gasps> Fittich, uh Ooh. single malt Ooh. finished in, uh, I believe it's sherry casks. Ooh, I was going to say port. Yeah, sherry, yeah, sherry casks. Yeah. It's. Mm. And of course, she got it for me because my favorite colors are lavender and purple, which oh. this is. You can't quite tell the colors on this, but Pythos it's a loses gorgeous container. So because you yeah. don't mix that, Pythos just loses. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This this is neat. <laughs> this is neat. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Pythos. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, Bowman Brothers, you can mix. Uh, I got the. It's uh, actually the small batch. Um, they had it on special, so I, I bought mm-hmm. it. Um, Very I, good. I, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind uh, it's uh, Bowen Brothers. It's it's okay for for Virginia whiskey, or Virginia you, bourbon. You could do you could do much worse. <laughs> they call it a Virginia bourbon, which always confuses me. It's like because bourbon's a region in Kentucky, and it's like Champagne. Like te- technically, if it's not from Champagne, France, it's a sparkling wine. Just yeah. like bourbon, technically, if it's not from Bourbon, Kentucky, it's yeah, it's just. It's a whiskey. I but, think the, the is it well, and it's the same thing with tequila and mezcal in yeah. Mexico. You yeah. know, if it's from certain regions, it's tequila. If it's not, mm-hmm. it's mezcal. Thanks yeah. to my wife, she taught me all that. So sure, yeah, yeah, good deal. Yeah, but my wife's out of town, so um, I got all three kids, but they're all asleep, which means that I'm drinking for the podcast tonight. Well, that hey. and I've been hanging out with uh, the other dads that were abandoned by their wives. So what do dads do when they have kids? We drink. <laughs> Day drink and uh, buy Teslas. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Went to the aquarium this morning, though. That was kind of cool. Um, oh, that's right. You guys are going to the uh, yeah, Virginia Aquarium, right? Yeah, with the yeah. Virginia Aquarium. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. I mean, I've been a bunch of times but uh, with the kids, but it was fun going with the group. But, you know, three dads and eight kids is a lot. Yep. And eight kids between the ages of one and five. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it was uh, I'm surprised we one kicked out or to uh, lose a child. Um, but we managed. We came with eight. We left with eight. There Same kids. So mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they all survive. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what you said? It's like a tornado. He said that the aquarium the survive. There, there, might. There, there's a policy we're not supposed to bring food in. Trying not to feed that many kids for that long oh, is no. impossible. Mm-hmm. So we brought gold. Nah. We, we smuggled goldfish in. You and do there not might, have There might have been a room that a kid threw goldfish everywhere in a high traffic area, and there might be goldfish dust all over the floor in the aquarium. Oh, but that's wow. what happens Ooh. when you have, yeah, the same kids. Impressive, exactly, Iris. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> came with eight kids and all dads too. Yeah, it uh-huh. left with eight kids, same kids. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. Uh, um, I can understand why they make those backpacks that have the leash on there for the kids, you know. <laughs> kids try to run away, you just yeah. yank them back. No, we had, we had kids run away at some point, and like, we're like, they'll come back, right? 
yeah. <laughs> like, they'll, they'll come back, right? Yeah. Like, we'll just guard, we'll just guard the exits. And... We'll just guard the exits, and we should be good, yeah. right? <laughs> just let them loose. Kids like the Rome, <sighs> but it's a very concentric type of Rome. They they run to a certain point, and then it's like if they lose sight of you, they panic, and so they immediately well, turn age, around they, and come back. They also run in groups, so it makes it easier to find them. Oh, that's right. That's right. They yeah. amoeba. Yeah, they just like this little together, blob. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. they're kind of separated by ages, but like, so you get the younger ones that run off and do their own thing, but like the older kids, like the five year olds, they all kind of mm-hmm. like click, sing together, and like, yep. Group, and so, yeah, Which is why they're terrible at soccer. They won't spread out. They just stay yeah. like in like a little group, like yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have fun now. It was a good day. Good day. Good. Good. Anything new with you guys? Anything new exciting before we jump in? Uh, and, uh not really. Uh. I, I oh I hosted a game night for my uh for my teams last night and uh okay. it was a uh, yep and I did a, a trivia they didn't know what okay. the game was gonna be I did trivia is all animation oh. and every round was a different decade so it started in the 2010s and then it moved back all the way back to the 1950s like, oh okay so I'm gonna say anime but if you're not 50s it's just animation no 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 anime it was just anim like animated TV shows and uh, okay. movies from America. So, oh, yeah, from, not, not 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 Japanese. So no, no, no nothing, nothing international. No Voltron. No. Um, no. Well, Voltron, of course, would have counted because that actually was a Japanese cartoon that was bought and then, you know, subtitled and they actually redid some of the stories. And so it actually is kind of an American, American creation because okay. it wasn't actually. Man, that story is great. There's a YouTube video. If I can find the link, I'll put it in the chat. There's a YouTube video that goes into the whole crazy story. They wanted this other japanese cartoon which actually it was a robot that had a lion in yeah. the chest and mm-hmm. he got the wrong one and it was the voltron <laughs> cartoon that had the five lions that joined yeah. to make a robot right um, and they were like oh we'll work with it yeah <laughs> so, let's do that one <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it's a very interesting story so yeah i'm sure that sounds yeah. i mean i remember watching voltron as a kid i'm so oh voltron is the ish now i mean it, i mean the fact it's now a business term where it's like if you get like five departments or multiple departments together and they like actually like accomplish something together, they yeah. they basically say, "Oh yeah, we just we just Voltron to this." <laughs> That's literally a business term now. That's how <laughs> mainstream Voltron is. So, yeah, Voltron's amazing, pretty cool. Yeah. I, I was a silver, I was a silver culture is, is mainstream. I was culture I was now. a silver hook kid, so that was my oh, uh, silver hooks. Forgot about silver them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. everybody everybody sleeps on it. It was good stuff. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will's just like, I am too young. I'm lost. <laughs> what you're talking about? Oh, no. Yeah, you guys are showing your age to me right now. Oh, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Age. Oh, you guys don't understand 80s cartoons and how craptastic and beautiful they were. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they were all back and watched, they, they don't age well, but uh, I went back no. and watched some of them. Yeah. They don't know. Well none of them age well. G.I. Joe, yeah. Transformers, kind of okay, but kind you know, of, yeah, yeah, kind but of. But a lot of them do not age well. No. You go back and watch it, like, why did I watch this crap? Yeah. It's like, was I, was I, was I on dope? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. All right. Chapter 32. <laughs> yeah. Will, anything for you before you jump in? Mm, yeah. Will, what's up with you? Uh, nothing crazy. Um, had a little dinner with some family last night, okay. and nice. I went to a diaper shower today. Um, are you having a kid? Our friends are are having a kid. <laughs> okay. Um, You're gonna need to back that up for just a second. It's called a diaper. Sh- it's not a baby shower. It's a diaper shower. Yeah, it's a new thing. So the it's well, kind of like the you have a baby shower. 
and then the diver shower is just the dudes. So like yeah, a bunch that's of us a dude. So all the girls can go so to the baby No, oh I've, I've been to one of those okay. before. Well, it's, it's like, kind of genius because it's like you need diapers. Diapers aren't cheap. You get your boys to, you know, you invite your boys to play some golf and bring some diapers. Diaper? This is brilliant. Get drunk. Yeah. yeah. Only okay. problem was, yeah, instead of just giving him the box, I opened it up and was like, shout, like throwing him up like dollar bills. That, that happens. Not really. Oh. I was like, it's a shower, right? <laughs> well, um, see. See, my youngest is 21, so I mean, it's been all I'm far diapers are, yeah. the whole the scene right now. So I, yeah. I got yeah. Right. yeah, I have a lot of friends that are having kids, so that's that's where we're at. Oh, right the few, a few years, a lot. I mean, you will have our own diaper shop for us, you know? Right, right. That's what we call old men. <laughs> that's that's literally where you need a shower. Yes. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh-huh. Uh, fun times. Oh lord. All right. Chapter 32. <laughs> Let's jump into this. All right. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Um so we we start and there's and there um so where we leave off last time. There was I'm trying to remember. Um uh, the hmm. nobles are attacking each other. So chapter 31 ends. We have Voltron diapers though. Oh. Um, that's Lord, Lord Venture, like explains that he was part of the assassination planning on his own son. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then, uh, yeah, that's where really And then, uh, and then what's, her name? what's her name? Uh, Flippity Jippet. She, uh, <laughs> you know, basically <laughs> breaks it out that she's like actually been smart the whole time. She's like, I've been oh, playing oh, everybody. Cliss. Yeah. Cliss yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, she was like playing everybody. And she's like, you got to pay me. You so, know. So, so this chapter begins with them kind of spying, trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, two streets over, uh, there's a tall building. Vin jumps to the top, startles Spook. Uh, and the nobles are all attacking each other. So they're just kind of up there mm-hmm. in the building and watching all right. this chaos happen. Um, you know, and, and, and Spook, you know, turns to Vin and says, it's almost, you know, the Lord Rule is not trying to stop this. It's almost like he wants the noble war to continue on. Mm-hmm. You know, and Vince is like, yeah. Um, and Vince is thinking about how, how many holes there are in the plan. You know, we had this whole yeah. plan go out, and and there's, you know, the, the whole idea is get the Noble War to happen. The Noble War is going on now. I mean, it's it's in full, full force. Swing. Yeah, because yeah. nobles are being taken out. Nobles are being taken out. Houses mm-hmm. are falling, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of sitting back watching. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Vince thinks like there's just too many holes in this. This is yeah. not this is not going to work. Yeah, three houses have fallen already. Several are pretty bad off. Right. Um, it, you know, think things are pretty bad, but then also thinks you know, how much just alone, how much they've accomplished as ska. Like here are ska that are worthless to every nobleman out there, literally mm-hmm. spendable, worthless people. And look how far they've come. I mean, yeah. in centuries, has this much ever happened? Like, even if they fail, they've accomplished more than anyone ever has. Right. It's all about changing the mindset, you know, uh, it, this is this is doable possibly maybe not in their lifetime but in some lifetime it's doable yeah you know maybe not taking out the lord ruler but at least putting a dent in society right yeah absolutely thoughts on this uh on, on the noble wars do you think this plan's actually working out they they're they're like speculating how many noble noble men and women have died they said like probably hundreds mm-hmm. and they're like you're saying maybe it's not possible to overthrow the ruler but, but they're like you know we have at least 
shifted things in the nobility. And because of that, the government's going to change. The leadership mm-hmm. and the ruler, the, the, the rule is going to change. So Do you think the Lord Rules will give it up? Shifts. You think the Lord Rules will give it up? Give it up? No, yeah. no, 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 no. But yeah. he's going to have to, he is going to have to recalculate his plan because he uses all the noble houses for certain things. And now sure. they're just complete, complete disarray. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he's supported by them. He depends on them. So he's now going to be under a, a, a ton of, you know, just, he was comfortable. Yeah. He had he's running like a well-oiled machine. And now they've called, come in and caused all this chaos. And he's going to be distracted and, you know, not happy. Yeah. Stressed out. So, I'm going to give yeah. counterpoint to that and say that um, when I'm reading reading this, um, I didn't really feel like the Lord Ruler was going to be shook in any way, shape, or form. I feel like Vin is optimistic, but the Lord Ruler has been there a thousand years. Mm-hmm. And now I understand that people are like, oh, well, no rebellions ever happened like this. But nobody's got the records to actually prove whether or not a rebellion like this had ever occurred. Yeah. So to me, I was like, I feel like the Lord Ruler is probably like, I'm I'm getting a lot of Matrix vibes in this, you know, <laughs> you know. Of course, I was referring earlier. We were talking about Switch and you know, not like this and all that. I'm getting Matrix vibes where it's like you know, Neo comes up and it's like, oh, this Matrix has got rebooted <clears throat> times and this blah again? blah blah. And it's like, but the people who were like over all of that are like they know the history and they're like, oh yeah, you know, we've actually had the one come through like seven times and you know that kind of thing. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like. For the Lord Ruler, he's probably like, you know, if you live long enough, you've seen the patterns emerge. This is all beneath him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, another rebellion. Hmm. Must be a Tuesday, you know, for him. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, that's my thoughts. I mean, again, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's what I I was thinking the whole time. I just, yeah, no, I love it, dude. The way that you think about it, I'm just like, dude, that is totally possible. I just, you know. Yeah. Didn't, didn't didn't get there. Yeah, and that's okay. I love it. <laughs> love it. Um, yeah. And then Vin tells Spook she still loves Ellen and says, "It's not you, it's me." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not every you, guy loves me. to hear that. They love it's, it. It's, I mean, it's not please. you, it's me. <laughs> right, right. And he he's like he's like. Ladies, you know, we have never I been knew. heartbroken by that ever. Never been yeah. heartbroken by that <laughs> statement ever. No, no, no. You're no. crying. I'm not crying. Yeah. <laughs> Spook's response is. Yeah, you know, I knew I never had a chance. And then he's like talking about like, you know, burning tent. He's like, I see things. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of things. I've, I've seen too many things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. But he immediately shows his value talking about how to use it effectively. And yeah. Like, and Vin asked him. Yeah. He's like, how do yeah. you, you know, he's not trained on everything else. And no one's ever trained him on specialties of 10 because it's just 10. Right. You know, I, I think, and that's the problem with Kel. Is Kel's very, very, like he sees certain things as like a benefit and other things is just like ads ah, there. Like yeah. the way he shrugs off gold, for example, like yeah. as it's, yeah, it's not useful. Right. Or bronze. It's not useful. Um, you know, and he, I think it tends to the same thing. Like there's no, there's no reason to dig into this. Or as Vinza, like, tell me how, like how, what's special like you could right. do about 10. Right. And, and Spook says uh, it's not about what you can see. It's about what you don't see. 
Right. And well, he says it's street slang, and she's like, "Can you say that normally, please?" Because uh, like, I keep forgetting that he talks that weird way until yeah. every time he talks, what, I'm like, oh, was, that's right. Wasn't, 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 mm-hmm. wasn't with the heart on. Yeah, <laughs> with the salute your shorts. <laughs> but but what he says is like, what's important is what you can ignore, not what you can right. see, but what you can right. block out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and focus Which on. Interesting for like us in in everyday life. Mm-hmm. So much yeah. noise uh, in life and work. Learning to just focus on what's important and what matters. Oh, sure. Uh, yep. Even furthermore, mm-hmm. taking on the mental health thing. I mean, I'm I'm diagnosed with ADHD. I mean, I I have um, have it, um, and, and the ability to focus on one thing when you have a lot of stuff going on um, is next to impossible. Yeah. Um, also, also talk about like someone that suffered, or no, I say suffered, suffers the wrong word. Someone that has autism uh, would have something similar to this, where it's really, really tough to, to, uh, well, maybe it's the exact opposite, where they focus too much on one thing. Yeah. Um, where, whereas ADHD, you have overload of all things happening at once. Like you start noticing everything. It's hard to focus on any one thing because right. it starts to overload you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And of course, it comes back to help her later, you know, when mm-hmm. things go down in the next chapter. So, yeah. And I love this next trope. Cause you know, Vin scared spook and then Kelsier scares them. Like it's the next, you know, uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Kelsier <laughs> shows up like they're, they're startled. Uh, right. And he was like, yeah, I guess we need to come up with like a, a system or something. So I don't like freak you out when I like just pop up here or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Ring a bell. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're going to meet Marsh. That's the reason he tells them, you know, hey, Vin, we're going to go meet Marsh. Um, right. New, new meeting location. This is what's going on. Um, you know, and, and Kelsier has this little, little, uh, well, Vin also thinks about Cliss and thinks that oh, it's good we bought her silence, which, if you know anything about a gossiper or informant, that's not worth anything. <laughs> like, and it sounded like it was very expensive. <clears throat> Based on the way it was like said, I was like, yeah. oh, man, it seems like they had to pay her a pretty penny to but, uh, yeah, until but, until the next person pays them more. more and then yeah, your silence is invalid. The idea of the idea of paying off an informant so that way they don't talk is about the equivalent of like trying to like you know, I don't know, scrub like freaking algae off the side of your house. It's gonna come back. I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, it's it, somebody that's gonna talk, they're gonna talk again. It's like learn your lesson and stop talking to that person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they've got the information. Oh, we 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 about to get to that. Yeah, we're gonna get that. I got got notes. (laughs) (laughs) Someone just can cut in chat said poor Marsh. That's yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. um, Oh. Anyway. So uh, we. I know you're getting ready to get to the part um, about Marsh. Okay, because I mean, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, the fact they go into the uh, that spot with all the ska. Oh, the ska yeah. stank is strong oh, there. The ska stank is strong there. The ska stank I is sense strong. Your stank is strong. Vin starts here. to gag because of how strong the ska stank is. I mean, and it took her <laughs> a moment to recognize that that's what she her life was. Yeah, and she has gotten so separated from it that she had to remind herself. She's like. I used to live like this. This was, I was disgusting. This, this was, was my life. And, you know, yeah. it's, 
it's like everything else. It's like sometimes you know people forget where they came from. Um, and I mean, that's just like, that's real life. I mean, it happens. You just kind of, once you get into like a certain level, you just start forgetting about like the people that you grew up with it, the hood you came from. And it's like, but she's like had to be reintroduced to it. And she's like looking at it with like this, like, you know, upturned kind of like nose, like, oh my gosh, it, it smells yeah. in here and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my gosh, this was my life. Yeah. You so know, humility, yeah. hum- humble moment, humbling, humbling moment. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. What mm-hmm. do you think about the way the Ska treat Kelsier? I mean, he walks in, they call him Lord of the Mist. They're all in awe of Kelsier. They're like, Kelsier's here. Oh my God, Kelsier's here. Um, like almost. The, 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 the parents like literally start like bringing their kids forward. Babies, like, yes. yeah. So they can meet, this guy's meet, presence. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like, uh, you know, like a godly figure or like, uh, you know, he's he is like a, a symbol of hope to them. I mean, yeah. among other things, like they idolize him. Right. I have thought they were about to get ready to genuflect, like go down on the one knee and be like, oh, man, <laughs> oh, yeah. Lord Kelsey. Because they have so much reverence for him. It's, I mean, and they talked about the fact that the room was dark because it's lit by embers, by the way. I'm trying to get my mm-hmm. head wrapped around that. The room is lit by embers. I was like, then the room is not lit. <laughs> but anyway, they said even in embers, they could see the scars on his arms mm-hmm. and i mean that just carries all kinds of weight because it's like everybody knows he's a survivor of hapsin is this it mm-hmm. just that's just the, the territory yeah. and they just have respect for that because like, no one comes him. back from there and i was yeah. worshiping him like absolutely and, and yeah Vin, vince is a little taken back by it. He has mixed feelings about this whole thing about kill <coughs> being 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 brought on this pedestal like what what yeah. is what do you think kill's plan is with all i mean do you think this is kill's plan or is this what kill's trying to do is he trying to like basically become this or like what what, what do you what do you guys think I, I, so i saw um kate's comment says um you know and kill takes care of them and actually takes the time to know them which like yeah. kind of brought up a question that i had when i was reading it is like um, a couple chapters back when Vin snaps on Kel and is like, you know, you, you don't know what it's like uh, to be sitting in an alleyway looking at the person next to you, considering, you know, killing them just for the crust of their bread. You know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't know what it's like to be a Scott. And at that moment, I noticed Kel really was like, OK, you know what? I need to have a little bit more respect for these people instead of like just overthrowing the Lord ruler, I can't forget the why is like, these people are really suffering. So bringing it back mm-hmm. to where we are now is my question of, has he all, do we know that maybe I missed this? Has he always been making these little visits with the ska and like, oh. you know, going in and, and doing that? Or I feel is like he's been doing thing? that from the beginning of the book. Yeah. Because remember really? right after he, when he killed the first, uh, a nobleman at the very beginning of the book, he was like letting them, he was telegraphing to the old man that he was talking to. And he was like, Hey, I got oh, you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, and, and they were like worried about like, what's going to happen. So on and so forth. And he's like, I got you. Don't worry about it. He went in. Cause remember they took the girl and all that went down. He basically just like leveled that whole place. Then comes back and he's like, don't worry. I got y'all come with me. Yep. So on and so forth. I feel like he's been setting up this this pattern mm-hmm. every place he goes to get their loyalty yeah. and to get them 
you know, because he's trying to just build up their 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 confidence in the idea of rebellion. Right. Yeah. Because they have numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, in any type of oppressed people, usually what happens is it's a small, you know, basically oppressing the larger population. Right. So they have the numbers. All they have to do is just get motivated enough to overthrow. And the only way to do that is like, get in the minds. And they, they control what they what they see. And having someone come in like Kel yeah. Um, yeah. can really be impactful. All right, my bad. My no, bad. No, 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 no. Not your bad because I mean the thing is though, if you don't if you, if you don't connect the two things, it's easy to forget that that's yeah. Kind of I his. forgot about that because like I feel like we hadn't seen him like have a yeah, scout right. visit in a while. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is too that I found interesting about this whole interaction is it really when you see this the second time when I'm thinking about you know the beginning of the book it happened and then it happens again here. It really brings into perspective these soothing centers are super effective because they just every time he's interacting with them, they seem like they're just always like, um, you know, like, oh, uh, we're just so meek and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And you realize it's really not just like a a trait of the people. It's also these soothing centers, which I think it's 23 or whatever it was in Mm -hmm. in this city. Yeah. That are constantly basically creating a cloud of oppression, emotional oppression, constantly. And I mean, imagine that. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know we get depressed if it's like, you know, too many cloudy skies in a row. Imagine what it would be like if there's like this oppressive force just coming in all the time, like, you're worth yeah. nothing. You should just submit, you know, blah, blah, it, blah. It'd be like a media, like mass media, like just reporting bad news all the time to you and uh <laughs> not to say parallels to oh Mario, no oh no that doesn't like, happen here well dude what do you think 5g is i mean come on <laughs> oh no <laughs> here we go get the tea what, do about the <laughs> love it. what do you think about the attempted distraction about aliens is like <laughs> mm, mm, hey there's aliens yeah i don't care yeah yeah like, yep, yep. <laughs> They don't think we already knew this. Or, or yeah, if, yeah. if there was, uh, who cares? Either either are lying or it's always been there. Either way, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. The best one I saw was like someone was like, uh, you know, Hollywood dot dot dot. Like, there's aliens, mass hysteria, wild parties, like craziness, reality, aliens dot dot dot. Meh. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> what would be hilarious though it's like if like if aliens landed here and you know we didn't pay attention because they were the size of like i don't know army ants you know yeah. you'd be like oh okay aliens landed uh, i squashed uh, one yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah anyways um yeah and and kill shares the fact that house hastings has fallen yeah. Uh, and the people get super scared about that. Like, who's going to feed us now? And Kel's who's like, don't worry. Us? I got you. I got mm-hmm. you. I'll feed you. We'll send you a shipment. Yeah. We're fine. I mean, this is Kel reinforcing, like, he's the man. Like, like you know, you don't need an old man. You have mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's telling this guy here. Right. In one way or right. other. Yeah. Yep. So they, Kelsey and Vin move on to the meeting spot. Um, the building's empty. Um, so they decide to go up and. Uh, they find that that one room that has a light on, so they work their way up there, open the door, and Kelsey freezes. And all he says is he whispers no. And then Vince sees the blood. And yeah. Dude. Um open the door, and there's Marsha's corpse completely destroyed. 
dismembered, beheaded the whole deal, and then like said she was mm-hmm. like, I could. She's like, I didn't even know a body had that much blood in it. Yeah, I'm like, damn, that's. Ugh. I mean, to see that kind of violence, though. Yeah. And and Marsh was like a good dude. I mean, I I was you know wondering how mm-hmm. he was able to get so much good information without somebody you know being sus on him, but yeah. obviously he wasn't nearly as uh careful as he thought he was. I mean, he was careful, right? But he got caught. Oh my gosh! But I hated yeah. I hated the fact that he died. I'll be honest with you. Hated. I read that you said dismembered, beheaded, and it said the word flayed. And when I heard that word, I was like. What is that? That's not good. And I just looked it up. Literally skinned. Taking the skin mm-hmm. off of skinned. the flesh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's and that, that comes yeah. up a lot in uh, Game of Thrones uh, about the yeah. flayed men, and that's what they did to their uh prisoners and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing is just I mean, a little, it, it was like, what? Yeah, yeah, that that's exactly that was my reaction. I was like, damn it, damn it, damn it, not Marsh, not Marsh. Oh, man, that was a rough one. That was really mm-hmm. rough. Because, I mean, Marsh was already kind of hesitant coming in to the whole thing in the first place, right? Um, yeah. He, I mean, he kind of had to get coerced by his brother. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the the, the 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 altruistic nature of the plan. Then he comes in, he does his work, and he's doing amazing work. He's the one that figured out the soothing centers. He's the one, you know, getting all the intel and stuff. And then for him to be taken out and then, you know, of course they have to transition and think about, wait a minute, he went through all this, getting flayed, dismembered, all this, you know, he gave up the goods, you know, he gave up the goods he had to have. Right. I mean, no one could have been through something like that and not have said something, you know? Yeah. And at this point, Vin's like, Kel, we need to leave now. Like, this is new. This is fresh. The Inquisitors are close by. Like, we got to get out of here. Like, we can't stay yeah. here. They could yeah. come back at any moment. This is not where we want to be. And Kel's almost hesitant and finally agrees. And they go through the window rather than going down. Probably a good idea. Yeah, uh, right. But Vin snatches the table leg that had the note on it uh, before uh, jumping out the window uh, yeah. to escape maybe an uh, Inquisitor being close by. Yep. Uh, and then we end this this section before we switch to Dachshund, which yeah. is just a few moments later. So anything from all this before we go over to Dachshund? Uh, I didn't have anything about Marsh. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, I was just pissed. I mean. Yeah. You know. Pissed. Yeah. 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 So um, switch to Dachshund. He's looking over Marsh's note that was left in the leg. Um, not much about how Inquisitors are created, but we do learn that they're far more loyal to the Lord Ruler and the mm-hmm. obligators are. Um, and Marsh is also fearful that the Inquisitors might be onto him, according to the note. Yeah. Uh, and Kelcher's over there just fuming and finally just interrupts his docs and it's just like, all right, Ren- tell Renault to pull out. We're done here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just tell him to get out of, of the lease. You know, get everyone out. Uh, the layers at this point's probably been compromised. Uh, if, they, if they did anything like they would to any other Scott gang, they, they Marsh knew everything. So, you know, everyone needs to evacuate. We have a backup layer that Marsh didn't even know about that only him and clubs knew about. We're going right. to we're going to go to that place. Um, and I got some stuff to get to take care of. I'm like, what are you going to do? And it's like, this was personal. We're going to hit them where it hurts. 
and yeah. Kel, <laughs> and, and Kel goes off on his own. Um, you know, uh, which is you know just a little snippet, a little short, you know, two paragraph breakaway. But thoughts about this? I mean, it, it's definitely dire. I mean, everything's kind of screwed at this point because if the if if the Inquisitors did get information out of Marsh, everything's screwed. Yeah, at that point in time, I would have left there immediately. Yeah. Immediately, I'd have been like, because uh, he was like made it seem like. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. He's like, uh, everybody needs to like leave. Like, uh, Renew needs to leave in like tomorrow or something yeah, like that. He's a pull like, No, yeah. not tomorrow. Like right now. Right now. <laughs> now. Like immediately. <laughs> like send send the pigeons. Whatever you gotta do. The the crows. Whoever get the notification. And be like, you need to get the hell out of dodge immediately. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm noticing like. <clears throat> There's like uh, quick shifts, like the shift from Kelsier being in the, uh, the sky, you know, stronghold or whatever you want to call it that he was just in. And he's pumping the people up, like walking out of there, like, you know, he's got to feel a little bit of like, all right, that felt good. And then immediately they go and his brother is just dead, torn yeah. to shreds. Yeah. And then the bigger juxtaposition from there is Marsh, who is now dead created such a pivotal moment by gaining all that intel from the inquisitors uh and the ministry on where their soothing stations are like that was huge when i read that i was like dude this is this is so big this is so big for the team to have that information yes and now he's dead and that happened in like i don't know what like six seven eight chapters yeah it's like oh big win for you know cal and team and it's like all ripped away yeah. it's like dude sanderson stop Right. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I, the army, the get, army getting back to Lando, army getting wiped out, Marsh getting wiped I mean, out. I mean, it's mm, like every it's time like they seem like they're like domino falling. Yeah, plans working, and then ugh, it's nope. rough. And then, like Alando said, with the Lord Ruler, like thousand years, it's just another another Neo rising up. Like it's almost like they're 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 on to every step. Every step they take, they're a step further ahead. Right? Mm -hmm. Like they they know. So it's like they just shut it down. It's like, right, right. damn, yeah, it's tough. It is real rough. I mean, it, it and like you said though, I, I was kind of waiting for it because I feel like there's a pattern that's happening in the book mm -hmm. where it's like right towards the end of a part, you know, some issues about to happen, um, you know, a major injury, major epiphany, something, and so I was waiting for something to go down. Um, I was waiting for a different death. Um, but when I was, it was Marsh, I was like, damn it, not Marsh. Um, but yeah, great information came out of it. Um, and then I'm thinking to myself, you know, Kelsier's already super cavalier. What is this guy going to do? I mean, yeah. Um, and by the way, he kind of glossed over the fact that like him and, um, Vin had the conversation and he was like, yeah, I think that you brought some really good information to light to me about mayor because i never really yeah, yeah, was yeah. behind the idea that mayor betrayed him i really mm -hmm. could never get on that bandwagon because it didn't make any sense because if she had she'd be alive and in a position of power or something like that she would have been rewarded for that and mm -hmm. it just never quite settled in my mind um, sorry to take us back, but I just want to make sure I just yeah, said yeah. something about it. It was in my notes, and I okay, completely yeah. That's oh, okay, yeah. good deal. Uh, yeah. So, um, but that part just it never really quite settled with me. So, I mean, Kelsier's coming to grips with a lot of things right now. 
um, you know, that his wife, who he thought betrayed him, didn't, but that she was killed, you know, needlessly, not mm-hmm. of her, her own doing, needlessly killed. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you've had other deaths that have occurred. You know, you're talking about other people who've been affiliated sure. with the crew. Um, and then you have his brother getting killed. And you got to imagine what this got to do to this man's psyche. At, at this mm-hmm. point in time, you have to imagine this man is broken. Yeah. I mean, how could he get any lower? I mean, what what more can you take from this man? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel for him. Feel for him. Yeah. So after all this, um, I got a question. Wait, who do you think would die if not Marsh? Is that oh, that or... oh, well, well, we we're gonna get to that. Okay, yeah, we'll I made I made predictions a while ago. <laughs> yeah, so we switched to Wayland, uh, who's just some random scholar who's working the heads of Path Sand because he's been you know arrested for something we don't know, but he's good change of perspective by the way. He's a yeah. completely different set of eyes. Random like, person, yeah, yeah. Who's this guy? Who's, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> yep. some, it's some random guy that's just named Wayland. Just feeling just, around the caverns, just going it's, down it's in the earth. Dark w, down and, w name. Yeah, and we have to dig deeper and deeper and deeper into the caverns. Um, yep. And and he finally gets up to where he's looking for and finds the crystals, and they're really sharp, and you have to reach through them and cut your arms in the process to pull up the little geode. And that's where Atium is. And and basically, you learn about what happens in the path. It's a little glimpse of what's happening in the, in the pits. Of oh, and it's beautifully written. It is beautifully written because it's yeah. like he gives you just enough information, like little nuggets of information. You figure out that he's down there. He's going really far down mm-hmm. to try to get something. So that way he can survive another seven days because he keeps saying if he comes up empty handed, he gets killed. If he gets, yeah, I got, I got claustrophobia just reading. Oh my god, yes, and I suffer from claustrophobia, and I was like, oh no, no, (laughs) like twists and turns, tight caverns. Like I've been caving before. I'm like, nah, why did I do that? And this guy, and by the way, walking over bodies and bones, yeah, of other people who have been killed, or didn't make it back up. Real motivating. Oh, yeah, man. it didn't make it back up. So if you come up empty handed, you're you're killed. So like oh, the only and, way you can survive. He, he finds it and then worried about getting killed on the way up because someone else might try to kill, to kill him. him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautifully written passage. I'm sorry. Everything about it is, so this is beautifully written. Yeah. This is what Kelsier was dealing with when he was in the pits before he mm-hmm. snapped and became a uh, an alamancer, uh, before he became a Mistborn. Uh, this is what the pits of Hath sins like. I mean, so you're you're Insane. For the worst prisoners, you're sent there and you're told every day you have to go down and you have to bring up ATM. If you don't bring up empty handed, you're killed. And then you have the whole problem where there's lazy people who will sit there and just hunt and wait for people that are willing to go down there and then kill right. you to take your ATM so they survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so stab, there's an, stab. hey, look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that works. I mean, yes. so that's how this this prison works. Uh, you know, yep. it, it, it takes like the Batman, I was born in darkness, like that pit, and this expo- oh, exponentially man. makes it oh, 10 yeah. times worse. <laughs> like, call, call. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I was born to, I was born in the pits of hats. It's, 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 it's bad down there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your wife said I would have died day one. I don't see her doing well in some little caves like that. Kara, not a spelunker, is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, not a spelunker. Right? No, 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 no. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> she also loves that. 
yeah, me neither. I was too, born the darkest quote because she darkest. likes to sleep late and in the dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so shout out. Yeah. <laughs> it also explains how Kelsey got all the scratches, the scars on his arms. It made so much sense. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, Pizza has spent. So, as he's going up, he sees a man above him and he's like, Oh, crap, someone's gonna steal stuff from him. Yeah, and and no, the man doesn't, man still helps him up and says, All right, time for you to go. And Kel gives Run. him, you know, he says, Keep keep the geo for yourself, that's worth a ton of money, you plenty to survive on. And he's like, who are you? He goes, I'm the survivor, just like you. Yep. And he tells you know, him, he's like, oh, don't worry about the guards. They I all slaughtered. Them. They all killed. I killed them all. Like, let's go. Got them all. So yep. Waylon runs off and it's Kel because he's returned to the pits. Because he learned some, a little secret. The reason why they don't ever send Alamancers down the pits, if Alamancers used near the near the geodes, they explode and destroy They explode. That's cr- and so no more ATM. And I kept wondering, I was like, why do they have to use Scott? That never quite mm-hmm. made sense with me the whole book. I was like, I don't understand why they send Scott in there. Wouldn't it be more efficient to send somebody in there who's got alamancy, who can just go and, like, you know, yeah. I mean, use their, like, tin and break some stuff up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Nope. Can't nope. use it. You can't do it. Which, of course, like, harvesting the most powerful metal, you can only have the most, like, weak people do it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Which that's is a, a fun juxtaposition. That's a great juxtaposition. That's a like, great point. I yeah. love it. Love it, man. Like, well, like it should be really easy, but no, you got to no. get the Scott to go in there and get it. Mm-hmm. You can't just yeah. have a Calciera of in go in there and grab it because they right. need it. Yeah. No, you gotta you gotta subdue some like really weak person to go get it for you. And you have to put them through a ton of injuries. It has to be a prisoner because no one's gonna do this. Yeah, just it's willingly. Just, that's it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, going down for what I mean, what I'm assuming could be miles yeah. of depth that you might be going down because th- this is years, years they have been going down into this cavern. Oh, yeah, I mean, this didn't just start yesterday, so that means mm-hmm. they've been digging and channeling and doing all that stuff forever. Oh, shoot, nah, uh-uh. yeah, but yeah, using Crazy. elementary near it destroys the Gia or towards the crystals which form the geodes. So basically, Kelsey realizes that. You know, in one spell swoop, he can destroy all the ATM production for the next hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. Yeah. Intense. Intense. Then we get into the next chapter. But yeah, so he goes down there and starts using Alamancy and just starts wrecking shit. <laughs> and I, I'll be honest. You're going to hit me where it hurts? I'm going to hit you right yeah. back where it hurts. <laughs> I, I thought for sure that the way it was setting up, it, I thought it was foreshadowing the fact that he was going to go down there and just like, just grab it all for himself, you know. Pokemon, gotta get them all. But nope, he went the other direction, which of course is much more effective because, of course, as it comes up next chapter, mm-hmm. it, it disrupts everything, everything. economy, yeah. uh, their ability to like fight, predict, all that kind of stuff. It, it yeah. So again, yeah. I went I went a whole different direction in my head, and then he did what he did. And I was like, <laughs> that's. I love the way Sanderson writes just because it's 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 just poetically beautiful to me at oh, least. Yeah. That some people don't don't like it. I love it. Uh, it's just oh no, it's it's great writing. Great <laughs> writing. I love well, it. I mean, it's it's it would be easy to go in and grab a bunch of it and do the power grab. Oh, I have mm-hmm. a ton of yeah. mm-hmm. No, he thinks big picture. What should I do here? Like that's a that's like when you think about it, that's a huge decision. Yeah, you could grab all that ATM and then go try to fight. You probably won't win. Or 
you could really knock their legs out from underneath of them and just blast yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's that's somebody thinking about the whole instead of the one. Yeah, right. I mean, because it grabbing all of it for yourself is thinking about yourself and you using it versus mm-hmm, him right. thinking about how can I impact any everything for everybody for the foreseeable future. future. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to work it. And that's, that's again, that was, it's a smart play all around. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how we end this chapter. So any final thoughts before we move to chapter 33? Uh, I think brilliantly written. Yeah. It was cool how it, uh, it went from, from, you know, you know, Kel being like, all right, guys, get Renault out. My brother just died. This isn't cool. We're gonna we're gonna get back at him, and then it shifts to that. What is his name? Wayland or whatever. Wayland, yeah. And it's like, wait, who the hell is this guy crawling through the caverns? And then it's like, oh wait, we're gonna shift back. This is Kelsier pulling him out, mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a cool shift right there. Great. Yeah, it was, but, yeah. yeah. exactly. Other chapter, than that, yeah. yeah, chapter thirty-three. Um, so we're, we're, we're back with Vin and she's asking the crew, you know, is it over? And Ham's like, it seems to be, it's, it's, we're done. Like mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kelsier called for, for, uh, Renew to pull out, um, uh, Bree's not happy about the new quarters that they're in this new layer. Mm-hmm. New um, basement, basically. Yeah. New basement. Um, you know, and, and Bree suggested they disperse like that. Maybe it's time just that we all move on. We'll find new jobs. You know, it's it's done. Um, you know, and, and Docs and you know they're reminiscing. Docs said, you know, well maybe it was still worth it, even though we didn't get any treasure, we didn't get paid for this job. Like, it was still worth it in the end. And, and they all kind of agree with that. Like, you know, like yeah, I mean it was worth it. Like, yeah, we didn't get paid. I mean that was mm-hmm. they're all they're all these criminals that that you know expect to get paid on jobs and right. The job's over. They didn't get paid, but at the end of the day, you know, they did something that no one's ever done, and right. they can live with that. And as they're kind of breaking up, figuring out this is this is the end, Kel comes back, pewter dragging, it's super super, you know, tired. And and Ham Beetle is like, "Where were you, Kel?" And it's like, and Kel tells him, "It's like at the pits of Hathen. Um, I destroyed it all." Mm-hmm. Like, Destroyed all the ATM, and, and, and he explains how ATM's made. Is like you know, there's these crystals that form, and, and over centuries it takes these crystal structures to form, and then they form geodes inside of them, and then inside the geode is ATM. Um, but it takes centuries for these crystals to actually start producing ATM. Um, so basically, effectively, he's cut off all ATM production for the next three hundred years. Yeah, next three centuries. Yeah. Um, it's also it, so interesting how powerful ATM is, but how easy it is for an Alamancer to go in and just wipe it out. Yeah, well, it the ATM itself doesn't get destroyed from that, but the product, the way it's produced, gets destroyed. So, right, right. yeah, well, once it's already produced, it's produced. But like these crystals are really fragile, so it's produced by this really super fragile structure, and you destroy the structure. It takes. It's like I, I was like equated to, to to coral reefs, like. Corps are extremely right. fragile, but take hundreds of years to grow. And but like you touching a coral reef can destroy a coral reef. I mean, they're they're very, very, very fragile things. Um, but they take hundreds of years to grow. Right. Right. And and they produce so much life. So much life revolves around the coral reefs. But there's I mean, that that's what my analogy was whenever when I first read this was the coral. Because mm-hmm. same type of thing. The Great Bear Reef. Yeah took yeah. thousands of years to grow but literally it's super fragile right and for how many years were people just like 
diving around that stuff and just playing around with it and cutting pieces off yeah. and bringing it home and yeah. sitting on their desk like, mm, look at me, I got it, part of the Great Barrier Reef. It's on my so desk. interesting, like in different countries. Like, so, like, I mean, reefs are protected here in America. And in Australia, they're protected too. But like, I, I spent a lot of time in Indonesia where they're they're still not protected. And literally, it broke my heart. Uh, but we anchored off of an island in Indonesia, and our anchor line got got uh, got wrapped around a coral head. And we're trying to go down there and dive down there to like carefully get it off. And the locals came by to help us out, and they end up ripping the coral head off like in our chain out. And I'm like no <laughs> like broke my heart i was like what are you doing they like they didn't care like the logos were like oh yeah whatever oh, like ripped the chain off i was like <gasps> yeah but i mean yeah do? but it doesn't produce atm like it doesn't produce atm oh no that's right that's right it's like <laughs> will's like have you read sanderson because i mean that's, that's not how that works <laughs> yeah, who cares? Uh, the grand yeah, scheme of things i mean like in the whole cosmere yeah, it's right, right. about coral, but which is for me, I was, I was so, yeah, I was so heartbroken though when they ripped that coral to shred because I was like, it took hundreds of years to so they understand that they called well, the locals they now, they're tribal yeah. people, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't care. Um, wow. but yeah, just Jeez. very, yeah. Um, so yeah, Kel goes back so and says, All right, some environmentalism going on here too now. Yeah, I know. Uh, but Kel comes back. Uh, like I said, he tells his story. Then he says, "All right, we got some plan to do because we got some new stops." And like the crew's like, "Yeah, uh, we're thinking about pulling out." Like, what do you mean more planning? And like, it's, I was like, "We just begun." What do you mean? Like, we're not done here. Like, yeah, we ain't over. And Vin's like, "It's like what?" Mm-hmm. The whole crew's just like, "Okay." Uh, and we switch to the next day. I mean, we end with that with the crew like kind of protesting. And, and Kel saying, no, no, we're still going. Um, By the way, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, because I had a note about this. Breeze is the king of one-liners. Everything <laughs> he, he throws out one-liners. Like, like so. uh, who's the guy that did, uh, uh, Henny Youngman. If, if anybody who's ever watched the uh, Goodfellas knows, yeah. there's this scene where it's like they, they bring in the table and stuff. Um, but he's in the in, in the Copacabana. And Henny Youngman's up there. He's like, take my wife. Please, you know that kind of stuff. He's like, there's all these yeah. one-liners. That's Breeze. Breeze yeah. is the king Breeze. of one-liners. He's <laughs> so witty. Love him every time. So I see why you like. I, I, love, I, like Breeze. Breeze. Yeah. I love Breeze. I love Breeze. He's the ish. He's the ish. So yeah. I always ask, like, who's your favorite crew member besides Vin and, and, and Kel, and, and why is it Breeze? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. You sure do. You do and do why that, is it yo. Breeze? Um, so, oh, why um, is it Breeze, though? Why, Alan, like, why do you love Breeze so much? Can we answer that right just now? The cap, the, just, just his ability. To, just, he's just say that, the swagger. It's the, the swagger. swagger. It's the swag. <laughs> it's got to be the swagger. It's the swagger. He's just, he's that, he's that, he's that Frank Sinatra character in the Rat Pack. Yeah. That's what he is. He's, he's the, he's the that cool. Rat Pack kind of yeah, vibe, just, right? Just, you know, just cool, collected, just, you know, always has his one-liners, but at the same time, like, just as, my, my dear child, go pour a glass of wine for me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's 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 soothing people. He's like influencing people to do that. hundred percent. But he's good at it, though. I mean, when I say he's good, he's like <laughs> this level good. He's like up there so, good. So. Do you think people like, you know, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin had that kind of, you know, influence just because of their like notoriety over people to do that just just sure just, anybody has a certain amount those of, guys 
Dean Martin, for example, was like really self-effacing. He was like always like, oh, you know, I'm just like this drunk idiot, blah, blah, blah. Funny enough, the guy didn't drink. Every time you saw him, that whole persona he put out, he was like, oh, I'm just a babbling idiot. He wasn't even drinking. Half the time it was like, I think I read it, it was like iced tea and stuff like that. But that was like the persona he put off because he just put people at ease around him. It's like, hey, laugh yeah. at me. Pay attention to me. Listen to me sing because he was a great singer. And it just made people like him even more. Um, That's like then, soothing in its own sense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, the, and they would banter between each other and make fun of each other. And it made the audience feel like they were part of the banter. You know, like you're just, ah, you're just one. Hey, all of you guys out there, you're part, you're one of us. You're part of the yeah. Rat Pack. And I feel like that that banter is what make made them so likable. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. And to me, I've always, I've always, I might not like people that do this, but I've always respected people that have that, what call it swagger, call it game, whatever you want to call it. Like just, uh, you know, you got to respect it. Like just that they have that, that, that ability to. That it factor. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just, just, just you, you, I, I know you've met people like this in your life. I mean, I have several people that I've met, and and I might not buy into as much as some other people around them do, but I've always just respected their ability to do that. And there's a way of doing it in a way that you're not an asshole. And I think Breeze, he borderlines does that, and I I respect it, like because he's he, he skirts that line where he's not. Yeah, he does tiptoe that line. He tiptoes the line, and yeah. I I respect it. Like, yeah, the people that are complete assholes about it don't like the people that are that are you know that are that tiptoe that line yeah it, it it makes it fun to be around i don't know i just always mm-hmm. like that personal perspective okay. <laughs> love it good again stuff. it good took stuff. me a while to get on board but i see where you came from alan i, yeah. I got there eventually yeah um I, I just i can't help but think but like like he he gains that just strictly because he's influencing people but i guess i see what you're saying yeah but remember it's a combination it, uh, of both Remember, Will, that he always he said when he was training Vin that he's really careful about when he uses it, though. It's like it's not like he like uses it all the time because he was even saying something about you don't have to use it all the time. He's like, because everybody does oh, it. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I can't remember the exact way he said it, yeah. but it was something yeah, like, he's, yeah. like yeah. he's like, everybody sues people by telling them the things they want to hear and blah, he blah, blah. It's like it's it's in our natural instinct. There it is. Beings, there it is. That's it. People, yeah, like you, you got it. Through. That's the phrase. When yeah. you're a baby and you cry, you're soothing your parents to let them know yep. you did something. There it is. Yeah, yeah, So, okay. so we switch to the it. next di- next day. Of it's Vin, and he's talking. She's talking to Sazed about Kel's plan and what it might be. And Sazed's like, I don't know what his plan is at this point. And then she switches to eleventh metal. She's like. Yeah, so all this stuff about the eleventh metal and um and and this whole legend around the eleventh metal, you know, you know all these legends. You're a keeper, like, tell me more about these legends. And says so like, there are no legends. She's like, what do you mean? He goes, well, Kill told me the legend. I just it sounded really good, so I assumed it was correct. Like, so this is all kind of from Kel. Oh man, like he's like, the knowledge of the eleventh metal is a possibility. The legend. Yeah. The legend, but the legend itself, the whole legend around it, Sazed had no idea what there's like until Kel told me about it. I never heard of it. Uh, and the fact that Sazed has got knowledge beyond knowledge and has no idea about this, I was like, oh no, oh no, 
Oh, oh no. There I was like, this whole thing is basically just a smoke screen. Are you kidding me right now? That's literally yeah. what I thought in my head. I was like, this this eleventh medal is a smoke screen right now. Yeah. Oh man, I was like, no, no, no. And then I was like, I'm right. I I literally thought right here, I was like, I'm yeah. right. I know yeah. how things are gonna go down. <clears throat> yep. Uh, and then here's someone coming, and it's one of the crew members uh, just telling everybody, say, hey, people are gathering a square because of more executions. Um, and Kel comes in says he intends to watch, uh, you know, and it says, and they're all like, why, are you, why do you insist on watching these things? And he goes, well, it's partially my fault. You know, they're pissed off about the ATM stuff. Like, I did this. It's my fault. Like, the least I can do is go, go stand and be a man about it because people are dying because of me. Like for me just to hide in the corner as people die because of what I did, like at least I can do is go watch. I'm not going to give myself up because I got bigger things to do, but, but in respect to what's happening. Right. Um, so the crew decides to go, um, you know, and, and, and Vin hears, you know, the horses and carts and they go to the roof and they look down and, you know, uh, and, and Ham turns to Kel and says, that's what he's thinking. And Kelsey actually thinking at this point is like, I think I can stop him. Like, and they're trying to talk him out of it. Like, you know, this, this is not good. And, and as they're looking using 10, you know, the 10 hand, the 10 eyes, whether um, it's Vin and Kel at this point are looking because Spook's not with them. Um, they say like, well, these prisoners are really well too well dressed. dressed. Well dressed for Scott. <laughs> and then they, yeah. they realize Spook's in one of the carts and then they see Renault and they're like, this is not just a random group. This is mm-hmm. our people and the carts. Dump, dump, dump. <sighs> Jeez. That was rough. I mean, when he so, said Renault was in the cart, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Because yeah. we know how Kel's going to react to that. Oh, and F- Kel goes in full panic mode. He's like, all right, we're going to go save him. I'm like, no, you can't. Like, there's literally, oh, like, man. you can't save him, you know. It's Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. Come on now. It's oh, a yeah. trap. It's, it's obviously a trap. It's a and trap. Vince trying to talk him out. Like, you oh, can't man. save them. And Kel's like, you can't stop me this time. Ooh. And just takes off running. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out the question that Zul asks. It just like blew my brain right now. So if the legend is a Kel smoke screen, if, if, uh, I put it up on the screen. If, le- if the legend of Kelsier smoke screen, then what is that medal that Kelsier has? Um, so right now I feel like I feel like he's trying to do the equivalent of oh the eleventh medal is hope or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um because right now I just I haven't seen enough evidence of what it is and he hasn't done anything to try to educate anybody else about what it can accomplish. Um so I feel like it is an intangible and that's just the way I'm going to leave it in my mind. It's an intangible. I think it might have been, and I know it sounds corny, but I'm like, it, I feel like for him, the 11th medal is like hope or like yeah. ambition or something like that. Um, because if he was able to find, you know, ATM and all that kind of stuff, and then, you know, know about all the other medals, and then he's trying to bring up this 11th medal that no one else knows about. It's like, well, how did he, by some divine intervention, come across, uh, come across this knowledge that nobody else understands or, or or has any awareness of? So that's my feeling about it. Yeah. I could be yeah. proven wrong, but right now, 
it's hard for me to think that there actually is an 11th medal other than, again, some intangible passion or something like that. I have to give my uh, wife a shout out. Just like the fact that uh, he's just been keeping the plan itself so secretive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? What is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kelsier runs off in one direction. Ham turns and runs in a completely different direction. Vince, Vince just stands there like dumbfounded, like, "What the hell's going on? Like, you guys are retarded. Like, this is obviously not good." Like, what, what was <laughs> she's just like kind of like stuck, like, yeah, in place. Uh, Breeze yep. runs off to go start to soothe the soldiers around them, mm-hmm. you know. And Kel just it switches to Kel's point of view, he just downs some vials and just jumps into the center of all the soldiers and just does a flare push and just all, all the soldiers just go flying every single direction. Yeah, yeah, rips the carriage door open, you know, the free the first carriage and turns around, and there is an inquisitor just there waiting for it. Next thing you know, hundreds of soldiers are coming down the alleyways. It's obviously a trap. Yeah, you know, insert Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> oh, God, it's a trap. <laughs> uh, there's haze killers as well, you know, and Vin just keeps on thinking, like, Kelly, you need to get out of there. You need to get out of there. It's not good. And yeah, this is not good not for, for good. yeah, not looking good. Uh, and then Quister, you know, first thing he asks, Where's the girl? Yeah, they are like on about getting them some, getting themselves some Vin. Mm-hmm. It comes up every time. It's like, Yeah, where's she at? I don't where's care about at? you. You're nothing to me. Where's Vin? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, thoughts? Why are the Inquisitor so obsessed with Vin? Yeah, Kelsey or, or Chessie, you're on camera. Well, my dog wants to be part of the podcast. Hey, Chessie! Chessie. Yeah, puppy. Okay. Do they know that? Uh, they, do they know who her dad is? They don't. Uh, that's the reason why I think they're after her is because I think that uh, Papa Papa knows that who she <laughs> is, and they. I think Pop's got more powers than than um, has been relayed so far, and they have an assumption that she's probably got some amazing skills as well, or potential. I'll say potential. Mm-hmm. That's my thinking right now. Yeah. Because I mean, otherwise, she's probably something beyond a regular Miss Born. Uh, Miss Born, and that means that you know they're like, okay, we we need to get you on our side. Um, there you go. Very special. Yeah, right, right. But Sean the thing is, it. though, too, I know it. And the thing is, but if Kel knew that Vin was as special as she is, I think he would have told her about the eleventh medal, knowing that if she's that special, she'd be able to do something with it. Which is the reason why I really feel like the eleventh medal is like a, a MacGuffin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the battle begins with the Inquisitor, and it is an epic well, battle. Cheese is a good. It's real good. Uh, this, yeah. is good. this is some class action writing. I mean, class A action writing. This is mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, top tier mm-hmm. action. Um, mm-hmm. The battle with the Inquisitor. I mean, just the way they're going back and forth and like just using that metal flying around. back and forth is crazy. Though it's the like, detail, <laughs> the detail they go yes. into, like the push, the pull, the mm-hmm. soldiers, the breastplates, mm-hmm. the cage, the bars, like. And Kel yeah, is like insane. keeping track of like all these metal bits flying around so much because he's got a, a grasp of exactly what he's doing 
And the Inquisitor is like on the back heel the whole time trying to just like deflect and stuff goes over his head and whatever. And but but Kel's it's such like, an epic display. Like I think Vin says it internally, like this, like this is what Kel is good at. Which yeah. is why he trained her on that. Pulling medals. Yes. Yeah. Like he's on he another goes, level full badass like he <laughs> flares so hard and like it says like he literally screams because he's flaring so hard like yep. multiple times yeah. yeah he's like kamehameha like whatever you want to call it like <laughs> kamehameha you know. he drinks like three different vials i think in this yeah series. that was a bunch of vials yeah tons yeah. of metals just, and then of course just, and he's still doing the atm thing so he's still seeing numerous versions yeah. oh my god he's seen, there's hundreds of soldiers and he's seeing all of them too it's <laughs> like, crazy i'm like you imagine? How the hell? he just ate like he ate like an entire pound of shrimps and just is going crazy <laughs> <laughs> he's seen everything all right shrooms. <laughs> that's oh man if, if only we could put that on a shirt a pound of shrooms. You can't pull over any farther <laughs> Uh, I can't pull over far. He's seen that. everything. He he's seen things that aren't even there. Like he's just. <laughs> oh um, man! Thank you for the reference on that. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Appreciate that. Broken lizard all day. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, um, he sees Ham leading a group of soldiers down. Um, you know, to, to join the join in and trying to free. That was um, good too because you saw Ham yeah. leave. And you wonder, it's like, wait, where, where the hell are you? Are you running away? What's going yeah, on? And then all no. of a sudden, he comes in, army. And I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So at this yeah. point, Kel's just trying to strike the Inquisitor as Ham can like free as many prisoners as possible. Right. Uh, Vin tries to join the fight, but Doxin stops her. Uh, mm-hmm. Breeze, of course, is soothing all the soldiers, trying to get them not to join the fight. Like, right. hey, listen, there's a Mistborn cool and an Inquisitor fighting. Like, it's not hard to soothe their emotions. Like, stay away. <laughs> yeah. And that's right. And then she helps in. Fear. She helps, yeah. like, she gets on, like, one knee, and she's like, let me do my thing to try to help, Yeah, you know, soothe things and whatever. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, of course, our good old boy Ellen just shows up, you know, oh calling God, for a flood. It's like, dude, what, what are you doing? I just picture a bunch of people fighting, just utter chaos. And Ellen's, like, just kind of like, Oh, let me find my people. Where's where's yeah. Let? Where's Let? Where's like, Let? And then he here, sees Renault in the cage. Like, I demand to know why Renault is caged here. <laughs> like, I am a nobleman. Jeez, this is to me. This is the equivalent of um one of those like dandy boys being dressed in a sailor's outfit with yeah. a wooden sword coming in and being like, "I'm gonna fight too." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no dude, dude, no, stay in your no. lane. Stay yeah. in your lane." There's like grown folks doing stuff over here. Yeah. You go go read a book, my guy. Please. And and, and the quizzer realizes he can't get to Kel because Kel's moving too fast, pushing away yeah. too fast. He can't really get mm-hmm. to him. So then the quizzer turns to a different tactic and starts just taking out random ska. And it's like, here, oh, you gonna fight yeah. me? I'll just start killing all these random people until you fight me. Which so, what, like, what kind of axe is it? It's a, a, a oh, obsidian. Obsidian, thank you. Obsidian yeah, yeah, yeah. axe, it just which probably is gorgeous, people. by the way, because obsidian is just a pretty freaking like it's, it's, stone, it's so, rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. Pretty. Isn't um, it like a black? Vol- it's volcanic glass. Yeah, yeah, it's volcanic, it's man. It's got that black. 
It's got to be a gorgeous. I'm sure there's probably How a badass is that. Oh, dude, it, it's <laughs> got to be like something you want to hang on the wall, kind of nice. Yeah. 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 I had a, I had uh, a he has two of them. Piece of, yeah, he has two. Yeah. Oh, just dual wielding that shit. Dual I had a piece yeah. of snowflake obsidian at one point. I don't know where it is now, but it's just like this shiny black rock. But the yeah. snowflake was like little white bits, which is interesting. Yeah. Later on in the in the section. Yeah. But finally, at the end of this chapter, um, Kale turns to the Inquisitor and is like, all right, fine, let's do it. Then, like, very much like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Me and you will fight. Quit kill, killing soldiers. Right, quit killing Ramska. We'll fight. Yeah. Standard and good point, Zul. Standard bad guy tactic. Start killing random innocent people. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Just, absolutely. It's very tropish, but yes, it's a, it's a standard bad guy tank tactic. It's effective. It, but it's effective. Yeah. I mean, you have someone that has empathy, any shred of empathy, mm-hmm. like that's how you get to them. Start killing innocents. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that's how we end this chapter before we start chapter 34 as we resume the fight. Interesting place to switch from one chapter to the next. Yeah, it is. Um, I was like mid battle. Okay, mid battle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we we take off where we left off. So, any thoughts from all this before we move to chapter thirty four, the final chapter for tonight? Uh, no, things are heating up. Yeah, things, yeah, definitely. So, chapter thirty four, chaos is everywhere. I mean, the the square is panicking. There's Scott running everywhere, screaming. The soldiers are all standing around. And Kel and the Inquisitor are just going at it. Uh, he burns ATM, and so does the Inquisitor. Um, it, and you know, obviously, they both have ample supply. So, right, this is just going to they find another way because it's not going to work this way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he takes a random soldier and throws it at the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor then picks up the entire cage and throws it at Kel. And Kel does this crazy matrix move where he jumps yep. into the cage and then pushes away all the different sides of the metal to like anchor himself as the cage smashes against the wall to like be okay. <laughs> just, and he looks a, over at the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor's like, nice move. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But just an epic battle. I mean, yeah, it's just, and the archers start firing at Kel. Uh, and then, you know, Kel uses, what is it? Uh, um, oh, uses, uses the bars like and starts elementally flip, like cage. flipping them to make them like basically a shield around them. Like right, 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 like, right. I just like, I just envisioned like a wall of these bars, like they all lined up, right? Mm-hmm. And then Cal starts pushing and pulling on each end, so they they just start spinning, mm-hmm. so they turn into like shields. Yeah, that's basically and they shoot the yeah. arrows, and the arrows just get deflected. Yeah, right. yeah. That was that was that was sick. <laughs> it was epic, yeah. like, for lack of a better term, that was sick. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You, you you nailed it. You nailed yeah. it. It's sick. It's it's is that good? Yeah. yeah. So during, so the way during he all wrote the... it, I was like, I see what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very descriptive. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And and while this is happening, only the nose cart's the only one left. Um, you know, Ham gets there, opens the cart. Renault steps out, and Ellen grabs him. Asking where's Vid immediately. Oh, Ellen, please stop. <laughs> this guy, where's my girl? Where's As he's asking Renault, grabbing Renault, the Inquisitor shows up behind <laughs> oh, um, God. behind Renault and buries one of the axes into Renault's back. Pick him. I'm like, oh no. Right down the Oof. spine. Oof. And Renault collapses uh, to the ground. And Kel actually saves Ellen and just thinks to his head, is like, 
you better be happy, Vin. <laughs> I just saved a normal Yeah, because he's like, well, she does love him. Uh, he kind of resigns himself it, to the idea of saving this guy. Yeah, and he uh, actually senses that the Inquisitor is actually scared at this point. Like, yeah. he actually gets a feeling that the Inquisitor is actually scared. Um, yeah, sends Ellen away, says, you know, you full boy, just get out of here. Like, don't worry about Vin right now, or Vinlet, or whatever you want to call her. Just get out of here. Um by the way, it took me it took me until today to realize I was trying to remember what I think an Inquisitor is in my head. It's like it's from another series, and it took me forever. And today it finally came to me, a Dementor from Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. It's like this like shadowy figure that's mm-hmm. got the na- you know the the nails, nails through the eyes, eyes yeah. and the whole deal. And it's but it's. It's referred to our, as kind of like a creature, not a person. Our Merdral from Wheel of Time, the Eyeless. Oh, um, that's traits. a good one too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I could go with that too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So the Inquisitor. By the way, and, and real quick, um, I was going to say as well, um, when uh, uh, Renault got the axe in the back, I was like, okay, we don't quite know what type of thing he is. So I didn't know if he was going to be like, I'm going to recover from this and I'll be all right. Or if it was going to be like, he's dead. I, I, I love this comment. The, at least he's not monologuing. Oh yeah. That's true. And the reason yeah. why is it's the trope. I hate the most in any I series. I hate that trope where like you're in the middle of battle oh. and you stop to like have a full conversation about that. It's the, it, I know, I know every writer uses this trope. I just I hate it. So much let me tell you all my plans. plans. Yeah. This is what I've like, been let me stop the fighting beginning. and tell you. Like, like, oh my god! I'm like, I'd rather hear a girl scout not, cookie recipe. Yeah. Please stop talking. Do, do, do not monologue. Like, oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So since since Ellen away, um, the Inquisitor's pinned at this point, uh, but breaks free, um, and, and gives Renault a look as he collapses. Um, uh, you know, uh, Kel, you know, Kel gives gives Renault mm-hmm. a look, and Renault collapses. Mm-hmm. Like Renault's just standing with the axe in his back, and then Kel kind of almost winks, and then he just <laughs> like he collapses. Damn. And then we switched to that was interesting, like because because they say they keep saying Renault, 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 and then he gets stabbed in the back, and they go to Condra. Yeah, so they do. Like he gets stabbed. Now all of a sudden he's a Condra again. The Condra, right? Yeah, right. And I think this is so when. Like, did he... This, is, and this when, is when Vin fit, finds out that he's a conjurer, right? Uh, I think around. I feel around like this, the, yeah, I feel like this is when she hears that it's, he it's is in this chapter. I think, but yeah, 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 yeah. I feel pretty confident that that's when it comes up that she finds out because she's like surprised by the statement, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it collapses and and then they, you know, he, he Kelsier yells out, "Renault's dead!" You know, kind of some a rally cry. You know, to his mm-hmm. crew and everything like that. It switches back to then, uh, who thinks she thought she saw Ellen for a second, mm-hmm. and then she mm-hmm. sees Renault down. Um, you know, the prisoners are all free. The scholar crowd are actually crowded in the area versus fleeing, and and Kill and the Quisitor are still just going at it. Um, and mm-hmm. this is where Vince is amazed by what Kell's doing. Just mm-hmm. like you he actually starts. Level. Yeah, Kill starts to actually get the upper hand in the fight, um, it, and he gets to the inquisitor and asks the inquisitor you know if he killed marsh uh and, and pounds the spikes of his head back into the wood of Wait. the cart 
Wait, was they used a great man. term before this: the maelstrom, yeah. the like, the like tornado oh, vortex. Yeah, all the metals. Stuff. Yes, yeah. And yes. the Inquisitor's just like, I can't. I'm getting overwhelmed. He overwhelms him with just the swirl of metals going around him. Yeah, yeah. It's like the true display of like, and it's too, and it's too yeah. much for him to handle. It's like, it, I mean, even though he can do Ooh. his best, yeah, all and he can like do burning is burning ATM, right? So right, like, right, yeah. Can he see pieces, like future pieces. those? But it's yeah. I mean, you got to imagine. Much. It's like a hurricane of like freaking things coming at you. It's like there's no way you can account for all those like objects, which is why he's just deflecting crap. I mean, look, my boy's going to Super Saiyan. That's all I'm saying. Kel, yeah. Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. Like, did the yell good? His hair got longer and, yes. go, yeah. and blonde yes. and blonde. Yes. yes. Yes, Chair uh, points out. Yes, she is reflecting on what Chandra means. Chandra, yeah, question yeah, mark. Yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, hearing it. But yeah, so then Kel gets some pounds the steel eyes, the spikes back, spikes into, into the cord of the cart, like, yeah. and then decapitates the Inquisitor. Now I thought it was going to be an. Op- I'll be honest. I thought this was going to be like the the, the Oberyn Martell uh, uh, sequence in Game of Thrones. Spoiler warning, by the way. Yeah, yeah, um, where right, yeah. he was, where he was like, you know, standing over my boy, and he was like, ah, I got you down. And then it's like he turns around, like spiking the foot. Yeah, pokes out his eyes. So I, I thought this was going to be a moment where the Inquisitor was going to be able to turn turn it around on Kel because Kel was kind of talking a bit at him yeah. in this moment. He was mm-hmm. kind of being a little braggadocious right here. Yeah. Um, but no, he kind of, he kind of. He does the deed. He does the yeah. deed. Well yeah. done. Well done, Cal. Yeah. And, and then the crowd starts to cheer for, for Cal. Just, I mean, yeah. Just takes his own axe. Yeah, takes his own axe. Captain and the axe. whole crowd starts to cheer for, for him or whatever. And then all of a sudden, they get hit with a massive wave of soothing. Oh, they get like 20 seconds of happiness. <laughs> yeah. And... Vin knows right away what it is, um, but the Lord Ruler has arrived. Um, mm. it, and Vin's terrified for Kel at this point. And, and Stacey said, this is it. This is what we're waiting for. And the Lord Ruler actually gets out of the carriage, where before we'd never actually seen him. And, yeah. and Vin's surprised by how he looks. He's just a man. Just in a young man. Not even that old. Um, Good looking you know, young dude. A group, a group of ska, ska charge him immediately, plunge two spears into him, and he just ignores them. Like, oh, and they're like, like you know, yelling about, oh, you killed my blah blah blah, and like, you know, like all like, oh, I'm I'm the dude. But I don't know he why. He ignores two spears through him. Like, doesn't even care. Like, like he's walking. Like, doesn't even. Bother. He didn't even feel it. Doesn't even impact his motion. He continues to move as if nothing happened to him. Yeah, just like keeps moving forward. Yep, like nothing, like a fly. It's like one spear. It was one through the chest, like this way, and then one yeah. came from the back. I think yeah. it was. They were through. Yeah, yeah. They were through him, and he didn't. Even and, and like through his chest. Yeah, you know. Yeah, didn't care. Wow. <laughs> just keeps walking. And keeps um, walking. Yeah, like like nothing. Even happened. All the visitors behind him, just like take out slash out the just killing people yep and the lord ruler walks up to kel and just stops in front of him like the spear jutting out of him touching kel and just yep. stands right in front of him and it's super annoying it's like i've already killed you once boy you know i've already killed you and, and kel responds back saying you tried but you can't kill me you've never been able to kill 
kill what I am. I am hope. And then the Lord Ruler snorts and... <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> I knew you were going For anyone listening, he played the gif of... <laughs> he played the, the Chris Rock, Will Smith gif from the Oscars last year. <laughs> last year of, of Will Smith. Slap. Slap. <laughs> the slap heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Vin hears the crack. You know, then, then you know, casually backhands Kelsier, crushing his skull, um, and then takes one of the spears out and plunges it into um, Kel. Boom, like, just like that. Yeah. And then he just walks away. He's like, yep, we're done here. Yep. Uh, Vin then runs over to Kel. Half his head is pretty much missing. It's just gone from the slot. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, gone. I mean, he's dead. He still has this. Has smirk, has a- yeah. Half smile smirk thing going on. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds like Cal. That sounds like Cal. Yeah. And then Ham comes up behind Vin, grabs her, tows her away. And as she's being pulled away, pretty much in tear, you hear Reem's voice in her head saying, I told you he'd leave you. Mm. And that's how we end this chapter. I was good with the writing. I did not like the I am the hope thing, but it was a little cornball on that. But I was like, yeah. all right. All right. Uh, I get you, I get you. But he, but he has been setting it up the whole time. He's created this like idea amongst the sky that you know, hope is possible. You can yeah. overcome this. You can't defeat um, hope. Yeah. Um. I thought the Kel versus the Lord Ruler thing was going to be like you know Neo versus Agent Smith. Nope. Nothing no. like that. It's no. basically like it was a one-sided fight. He had no. Got. It wasn't much of a fight. It was, was a one a- smack. Yeah, done. Just a that was just a dump of a dump of of Sanderland snow on my head. Just like no, <laughs> yep. there's no fight. Yep, he's yep. gonna just poke him with a spear, and that's it. Yeah, Kel's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, uh, and I get the setup, but I mean, at that moment, I'm like, why wouldn't you just run? Because at this point in time, we know. This whole eleventh metal thing arrogance. has got to Cav- be a favorite. Cavalier F- arrogance. Kel's always oh had it. It's always been his Dude. his thorn in his side. Which is why I predicted this early on in the book. I said he's gonna die. He's too cavalier for yeah. his own good. Now, do you think this um, was part of Kel's plan? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I think it was always his plan to die. Okay. But I also think. His plan was to have as much impact on the ska as possible, okay. so that way they would be open to the idea of a organized rebellion. Yeah, because like again, a, they like have the a martyr. He wanted to be a martyr. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Did did this? Did, do you guys think this had to happen for Vin to kind of like come into her own? Like in death, there's rebirth, kind of thing. I mean, good allegory. I don't know. I, I think I, I was yeah. like an Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. had to die so that way Luke Skywalker could have more faith in himself. Yeah. Qu- yeah I, I can Queen see Gungeon that. got to die so Obi-Wan had more faith in himself. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. common dream. There you go. Another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's possible. I, I think maybe onto something there, Will. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, again, oh. the only, I was more upset about Marsh dying than I was about Kel dying because I felt like Kel was going to always look. I I always had 
Yeah, you, you, you did that early on that Kel's gonna die. Which yeah, but, but Marsh. Like <laughs> man, I was hoping Marsh was gonna. Make did you it think that Kel's gonna go this way? Is this how you thought Kel was gonna go? Like, I thought Kel was gonna go earlier on one of his raids, and then what okay. was gonna happen is the, I thought that the band would have to reconfigure themselves, try to figure out who is gonna be a leader. And then they would realize yeah. that Vin has strategy. Uh, her ability to strategize was going to be like something that would come to light and that they would, you know, kind of um, group around her and what she was doing. I didn't think it was going to make it this far. Yeah. Um, so this good for him on that. First time, first time reading, I kept helping Kel. We used Love Metal right up until he died. Mm, mm. <laughs> I, again, I think that if he had the 11th Metal, even if it was a small amount, I think he would have used a little bit of it. By where now. do we where do we go from here? What do you, do you guys have predictions or thoughts about like how this? I mean, we only have a few pages left, but like, but what's? I mean, well, I know. I, Says it. Yes. Says it comes up. All right. So he actually has a magic toenail. Mic drop. All right. So he uses his magic toenail. He comes. Oh, no. <laughs> magic toenail. See, the last time we saw Says it, he was stirring some soup. What's going to happen? That's a hot ass pot of soup. He's gonna mm. come out, slosh that shit across. Everybody's Ooh. gonna die. How Ooh, do you? That's think a hot he, gumbo. How do you think the Lord Ruler can be defeated? Or can the Lord Ruler actually be defeated? After hot that? soup. There's something about getting them two spears through the chest and him not even like stopping walking. He didn't even pay those two Scott any attention. By the way. They came up and they were like, oh, my, my blah, 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 I got killed. I'm going to stab you in the face. And he was like, just kept moving. He didn't even care. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even care. He's like, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a hashtag cool story bros situation. And he just kept on moving through it. And I'm like, what can you do in this moment? Um, I mean, I, I don't know how you take him down. Yeah, I'm going to be honest and say... Maybe two or three, cha- uh, two or three episodes ago, I might have believed they, they could maybe take him down by the end of this book because it's called the Final Empire. <laughs> yeah. After this, I'm like, no, nah, this guy ain't going down easy. I mean, it, it, it ain't, I don't think it's gonna happen by the end of this book. If it happens by the end of this book, this gonna be a crazy Sandra Lanch of yeah. information. Um, but I think it's it's gonna be too much new information to be introduced and i don't think it's it's too easy to say there's going to be like a super mcguffin that's going to drop in and be the answer to everything yeah. to kill this 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 lord ruler and i i feel like sanderson's way too smart for that yeah he's too smart for that so i think it's not going to happen in this book i think they will reband and regroup and they will try to figure out what they're going to do for next books but yeah i don't think lord rule is going down as Zul says in the classic hero's journey killing off a mentor i.e gandalf character mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. important to hear the hero's character development yeah it, it, yes um, absolutely so if, you, if you follow the hero the hero's journey which i can't remember who wrote that but there's a uh yeah uh, there, there's, a, there, there, there's a there's a there's a i think it's a professor somewhere of literary who yeah whole, mapped out this whole thing about the hero's journey and how a lot of a lot of stories we tell follow the hero's journey. The um, hero's journey. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's um, a classic okay. part. So, all right. All right. Let me take a stab here. So we don't know much about ATM at this point, right? No, we don't. Um, 
I mean, I do, but you guys don't. (laughs) All right. So my question is, and this just came to me. All right. It's coming in like a waterfall right now. So bear with me. What happens when you flare ATM? Like ATM is a very scarce, valuable resource. The only person who has like the most access to it, I don't want to say surplus, but maybe it's a surplus. We don't know. Is the Lord Ruler? Is, is... You know, I don't know what the 11th medal is, but he's got ATM. We know ATM. He has ATM. What happens when you flare it? Has he flared it to the point where, like, he can see far in the future to the point where, uh, you know, I don't – but the whole, like, he's getting stabbed with the spear. Like, how do you explain that? Like, is he flaring so much into the future that, like, he's creating a hologram of himself to where he's not actually getting stabbed? I don't know. That's where my head went. I have okay. no clue. Like, how is this guy walking through the streets getting stabbed? But is hmm. he going to be able to be taken down? Doesn't really look like it at this point. Okay. Um, not looking good for Team Team Vin now. It will make sense how he's getting stabbed and not carrying by the end of the book. I, I could, I'll tell you that much. Joseph Campbell. Yes. Thank you. Joseph Campbell. Okay. Yeah. He wrote that. Is that yeah. the Hero's Journey? Hero's Journey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wrote all yeah. the hero books. He's into the mythology, you know, all the hero stories. Okay, because I mean, I know the concept has been. Uh, I have, I've read a few books by uh, um, Carl Jung, okay. and yeah. I know that even he's talked about the hero's journey is a yeah. uh, psychosomatic syndrome. That it, it's like it's a follow. constant in storytelling. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, yep, yep. That little circle, yeah. you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I I think that you've um, hit on some really good points, Will. I, I, especially the fact I, it's like how in the world has this occurred that this character has gotten so built up to an immeasurable point that you cannot take him out in any way, shape, or form? Because right now he looks like he's an insurmountable force yeah. that has to be dealt with. And he's lived for a thousand years. I mean, in a thousand years, technically, like as Zul said, so is he immortal? Like, well, I mean, they they all think he's a god. I mean, is he really just a god? Yeah. What What happened at the Well of Ascension? Yeah. What What did happen? It's a good question. We know nothing. There's a cavern somewhere. That's all kinds of stuff was going and then on. The, the day you know, before, darkness. they got there what was the darkness? The logbook. None of this stuff. Yeah. What was in that water? <laughs> some hard water yeah man a lot of metal up in that shit right right it's like egg water from florida so basically <laughs> just you know you don't want to drink it but if you do you become the uh, Lord Lord. egg water what is egg water <laughs> so in florida um it's a common thing that they actually have Sulfur. two yeah. water sources and so there's oh. like a drinking water source and then there's a Another hose that they have, which is we call it egg water because it smells like rotten eggs, like sulfur, sulfur. Yeah, you only use it to water your yard. That's all it was for. You don't drink from it. You don't. That's that's so funny. You don't put that stuff on your lips. But (laughs) yes, egg water. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Going back to my youth. Anyway, yeah. so my, my favorite character in the book, even though he didn't even uh, these chapters, even though he didn't say anything, Marsh, R.I.P. I mean, I would pour some of this Glenfiddich out for him, but I can't. It's too nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Favorite character for me? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, so you, said, you said Marsh? For me, yes, Marsh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Alan, do you have one? From these chapters? I mean, I, I for these chapters, I got to give it to Cal. Poor went out for him. Also deserves a pour out. Yep. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't normally I don't Kel. normally give anything for Kel, but but yeah. Yo, he went out like a boss though. He did. You can't kill me. I'm a hope. He was choking that inquisitor too. I was like, oh, yeah. that's possible. I'm about to say ham. Ham? Just yeah, ham. Uh, yeah, ham. Yeah, he did. That was a the, nice the cavalry. Yeah, yeah, man. Came I was going to say for, for, for just jump in there like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my girl? <laughs> yep. Oh, my Ellen, God. what are you Ellen. doing? Ellen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just, just walk away. <laughs> He's in the middle of a battle. Where's my girl? Oh, please, dude. Uh, dude, yeah. There's, uh, we got bigger things going on here. It's, yeah. Uh, we got, we got big boy stuff going on. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, just need a... He's doing uh, they're trying to fight in his underoos. <laughs> I remember having oh, that conversation okay, with so someone else, Okay, um, okay. So Zul knows about egg water. Yeah. There you go, Zul. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. All right. But yeah, I had a conversation with a kid one time. Uh, actually, the the place I proposed to my wife at, um, uh, it, it, it was a it was a spot that I picked out that I wanted to do the whole proposal thing at, and I get down there before and told my wife to meet me down there because I was planning on popping the question. Mm-hmm. And when I show up, there's balloons all over the place. And this is a place that I've never seen anyone else there ever. Like it's pretty secluded. Mm-hmm. And there's this teenager kid is there like putting balloons up everywhere. And I was just like, uh, what's going on? He's like, he's like, dude, I'm about to ask my girl to prom. And I was like, when, when are you planning on doing that? I'm just like high score kid. I was like, because I got big boy stuff to do here. Uh, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I know mm-hmm. prom's really important to you right now, but like what I'm about to do is a lot more important than that. Like I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to discount prom, but like mm-hmm. I've been there too, and prom's not mm-hmm. that important. Like <laughs> you don't need balloons. It's, not, it's really not that necessary. It's really not that big yeah. deal. A- ask like, him, ask really. <laughs> By the way, if we could, pl- if we could please stop. The videos and stuff about these could, elaborate prom. Could, 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 could you leave balloons. the balloons though? Because they're a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, nice touch. Yeah. When I'm about to ask the woman to be my partner for the rest of my life, sure. Yeah. Oh man. Talk about one night. I'm talking about talk about one life. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, people put uh, out these like elaborate things to ask one girl to prom. I mean, or even a girl asking a guy to prom doing these elaborate things. I'm like, it's it's one evening. And it's a yeah. dance. At the end of the day, it's a dance. Come on. But I guess a, we can statistically, statistically, that's not the person you're going to end up with. Statistically. No. It's really no. against it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I know one couple. They like high school sweethearts. They're still together. Out of everyone I know. Congratulations I know one to them. Couple. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know in I know me. one. I know one. But that's it. Shoot. Yeah, I don't that's know. It. <laughs> that's it. That's it. One. One couple. One. <laughs> nope. Yeah. So so yeah. kids, if you're listening to this, if you're if you're in high school, listen to our podcast. Uh it's a fun night. Don't get me wrong. Make the most of it. She ain't the yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but the main thing is have fun with your friends. Don't have worry fun. so much about the person you went with. I mean, have, have fun night. with them, obviously, but yeah, have a good night. Than- 
relish the time you have with all the friends that you're hanging out with because it's not about the night, but the friends you met along the way. All right. So absolutely. <laughs> yep. yep. It's just another dance with a fancy term. Just go have a good mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Just go mm-hmm. have fun. Right. Don't uh, drink and, and drive. And Keeper Hatch is married to a high school sweetheart. Okay, cool. I did not know who? that. Who has? In Keeper Hatch, uh, Matt Hatch, uh, who runs Dust, Dusty Wheel for Wheel of Time. Oh, nice. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, you don't meet many of those nowadays. So, as, yeah. as a teenager, prom is your whole world, though. It's true. Yeah. It as is a teenager. True. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And when you're an underclassman, you want to go to prom. You like hope somebody asks you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that good stuff. So yeah, um, next time, as in tomorrow, we'll be finishing this book, uh, The Final Empire. We're going to read all the way through the epilogue to the very end of all of it. So uh, come back. Three chapters, three chapters, and an epilogue, right? It's four chapters and epilogue, I think. Okay, gotcha. Right. Um, but they're, I mean, it's around the same size, actually. I can mm-hmm. tell you. Right. Um, so like, uh, this is how geeky my spreadsheets are um so like what we read so it's it, it's it's gonna be girthy it's a lot to read um this is like longest. What, 50 pages 60 pages it's around 50 pages okay that's really so, short um, oh man yeah but it's I, juicy well, well we've been doing like 30 <laughs> between 30 and 40 pages a week so this is a little bit longer but not like it's fine but this will go by quick because it, yeah it's a center lens I, mean, so, I think this is a good idea should we just do a live read right now uh, what? <laughs> um, that's a lot a of live read right now. That's uh, <laughs> if you guys are up to stay up that late. Oh, Lord, mean, have I'm, Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm happy to end right now and do it, but uh, I mean, I can set it up and we can do we that. We put the audio book on running at like 1.5 times speed. Uh, uh, yeah, I can do it. It's just uh, it's gonna be how how long will we'll, uh, hold on. Let me let me look and see how many how long that would be. Give me uh, one second. I would say uh, not do that because Alondo like, needs to sleep. Issues. There's gonna be some copyright issues. No, and I blah, can do blah, it. Blah. I, can, I well, yeah, it'll be probably. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I, if if do I do it live, never mind. Yeah, though, I do for yeah. Patreons, but I don't do this. Yeah, good point. Yeah, you might want to be careful about that. Thank you for uh, for for putting me there. Yeah, you can't you can't play the audiobook live. <laughs> hey, but look, YouTube. look, um, maybe it's maybe at some point in time we could do that with like one. I'll, chapter I'll, I, I well, I do that for Patreons, and we do it private videos, not not um not not long public like um, broadly yeah widely broad yeah if yeah. you do um it let's see um let's go look and see so it would be uh, an audiobook at 1.5 speed around an hour and a half oh wow <laughs> okay. uh, at 1.5 speed yeah ask questions like that we're just gonna pick it up, at, we're gonna pick at it up one tomorrow. speed it would be about two hours and 15 minutes Right, let's say they're like two and a half hours or something like that at one, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, one at normal speed. Yeah, so we'll we'll, so, we'll, we'll uh, just catch up with everybody tomorrow. It'll be fun. Yeah, same time tomorrow. Same time oh, yeah. tomorrow. They're same gonna bat, have to race, they, they the race through and read through the rest of this book uh, just tomorrow. So uh, oh, there you uh, go. But yeah. it's 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 a fast read because it is. Yeah, everything. I'm sure it's jam packed. I'm sure it is. Ah, uh, it is. It's single inch. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. Good. Um, so. Uh, I'll read it with you tonight, Will. Oh, oh, nice, Tara. That's the the sweetest damn thing. And I, by the way, I love that kind of syrupy sweetness. Love it. (laughs) Anytime she just knows when I get in the bed tonight, it's gonna. One point five is too fast. One point five is not too fast. 
uh, 1.25 is like my sweet spot because uh, sometimes I have a tendency to be trying to multitasking and so I can still like uh, kind of listen to it and do other things. I read 1.5 is 1. not 5. too fast if you're focused on just the book. Yeah, I read all my books at 1.5. Yeah, um, I agree. 1.5 is perfect if you're wait, just doing hold that. On. So if I'm pulling up Audible, what is the standard? Like one, it's just normal. one. It's normal. Okay, this is a game changer. No wonder I can't fucking focus. Yeah, one point five. Yeah, so because like when I listen to all my Robert Jordan stuff, it's always one point five. Um, but usually yeah. I'm in the car. Dude. So the, when I'm in the car, <laughs> I don't really. What's Will discovering right now? <laughs> oh man, mind blown. <laughs> he just had a mind. I try, I try. I'll put it on sometimes on the way into work and shit, and it's hard. But it's at one. It's at one. If I put mm-hmm. it at one point five, that's like that's what I need. And what yeah. you want is you want it fast <laughs> enough. It still sounds like normal voices and not like chipmunks talking to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one point five is that. Sweet spot. Yeah, one point five is not chipmunky, but it, it, yeah, it information into your head, like yeah. Because I'm a speed reader. I love reading quickly, and I feel like it's like I I yeah. Can, Please I, go I, quicker I, than this. I said two, two, two x. Uh, kid watches it two x. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know either. Chris does that like two and three x. Mm-hmm. He'll do that and like read. And he'll listen to stuff at like two and three x. And I'm like, I, I don't yeah. understand how that again. That's if you're like at not that point, it's just asking. I don't understand how you. You got to be solely it. focused on just that book. Nothing else. Yeah. You can like comprehend everything that's happening, but if you're like doing anything else, like if I'm yeah. cooking, there's no way I can cook and listen to a book at three x. So it also depends happen. on it also depends on the reader too. Like so, Michael Kramer, I can do at one point five. Kate uh, Redding, who um, does not read the Mistborn books, but does read the Stormlight and Real Time books, I actually need to listen to her a little slower because she has mm-hmm. a faster cadence. Cadence. Uh, K- Michael Kramer's uh, extremely slow and methodical in his reading, so I can speed him up a lot more. So it actually depends on who's reading it. Like I found other audiobooks too, and then other readers. Um, it depends on who the voice person is uh, and how their cadence is, because there's some books that I cannot read that. I cannot comprehend what they're saying when they're going right. that fast. Other people. So I guess it just depends. Um, I'm so used to Michael, Michael Kramer between Will of Time and this that – 1.5 is just my my go-to for him. Right. But yeah. Again, if I'm in the car, 1.5, no problem. Because I'm just like mindlessly driving. But if I'm like sitting at the house and doing other stuff, 1.25 is about my maximum. Yeah. Plus, I'm still rewinding. Like I'm sitting here rewinding on the headphones constantly. So, yeah. I hear. Well, how Holy we can cow, f- 909 pages? How in the hell did you get through a book? I'm sorry. I haven't read these comments. <laughs> 909 pages in one day are you kidding me you didn't sleep you did not sleep there's no way yeah i mean the last battle on the wheel of time uh, the last book the memory light last battle is actually that one chapter chapter 37 i think it is of Mm -hmm. the memory light is longer that one chapter is longer than the first harry potter book oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. uh read at one time speed on audible it's an eight hour chapter yeah it's a long book so yeah, but there's a lot yeah. to cover though too. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things we got to wrap up. So is what it is. Yeah, there's one over nine hours. Yeah, I guess it's over nine hours. There you go. So yeah, it's a it's a long chapter. It's a it's basically one chapter that's as long as the entire book. Forty one. God, 
41 hours. It's not even the longest book I've written. So, Brandon Sanderson's the longest book I've written. How long is uh, is Rhythm of War? Does anybody have that right now? That's the longest Brandon Sanderson book out there. Anyone know on top of your head before I go look it up myself? Because I have it somewhere. All right. Uh, let's go. Rhythm of, War. Rhythm of War. Oh, the day it came out. Okay, Pythos. That makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. Because I've done that with the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter book. Yeah, so uh, Rhythm of War, um, book four of the Stormlight Archive, is fifty-seven hours and twenty-six minutes. Yeah, see, this <laughs> I can get behind <laughs> because it's a we, long we, book. We've also got to remember the context, though. Too, it's like when you're reading something that has just gotten released and it's part of a series you're already like passionate about and already into. Absolutely, because yeah. I mean when the Look, once when, you get the stormlight, you're already into the Cosmere. You're, yeah, you, we don't start with the, we don't start stormlight. We, we'll yeah. get there, but yeah, yeah, you're you're in, you're in it, you're in. And you, you're just, <laughs> at that point in time, the adrenaline has got you going. Yeah, so yeah, I get that. At that so, point, it's it's all about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. So again, I'm, I'm glad you guys, you know, you're talking about, you know, the fact that these like you were reading these on release day. It puts it back in the perspective of. Because we're not reading a book on release day, obviously. So for sure. us, it's a different situation. But when something just came out, number one, you want to try and make sure you get through the book as quickly as possible so that way it doesn't get spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. But number two, you have this anticipation and you're like, oh my God, I cannot wait to find out what happens. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So makes all sure. the sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how we can be found is at thecosmereads.com. Go check out our website. You can find links to all sorts of fun things like our merchandise, uh, which we'll have new t-shirts coming soon. As soon as our graphic designer gets Scott Stink up and going, but we're going to get more as, as time goes on. I'm sure. Um, but yeah. So go check that out. Uh, find links to discord from there. Join a discord server. Uh, come chat with us there. Uh, also, that's the best place to get announcements. So like, if you want to know when we're recording or if we make changes, discord, I always post to there. Uh, follow us on social medias. Uh, support us on Patreon. Um, I cannot express that enough. Uh, we do giveaways. Like I said, we just did another giveaway on Twitter. We'll be doing more in a couple of days. Um, but the Patreon is the way to support that and let us keep on doing that. The more patrons I have, the more I can do more of those things like giveaways, whether it's books or merch or whatever. But um, unless we're getting money in, um, that makes it really tough because I have to pull it from other sources and I don't want to pull it from the world reads because they have their own budget and their own giveaways and their own things. So, um, yeah, I don't want to pull it from personal budget because my wife will kill me. So yeah, support this podcast here. <laughs> She's feisty. Um, Let's she not is. put it in that yeah, situation. No, I don't yeah. want to pull from personal finances, uh, for things like giveaways. Um, so yeah, um, support us. Um, there, there is a cost to do all this. Um, just, admin type stuff but yeah so um yeah follow us support us love us like us review us all the good things and uh we'll see you guys next time so scott thank scott 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 thank fresh <laughs> and thank you for listening to the cosmere reads See y'all next time.